May, may I always bring comforting thoughts of Michael McDonald every time you see me. <laughs> Welcome to the Michael McDonald Hour presented by... The- <laughs> that dude is no words, all emotions. Like, you don't need to know the lyrics. You really don't. Did you? This was a web series, I guess. It was on YouTube for a while back. It was called Yacht Rock, but it was like Ooh. it was it was Kenny Loggins, yeah, and Michael McDonald. It was these two random dudes pretending that they like acting like Kenny Loggins and Michael um, McDonald. Michael McDonald, but they would like. They they were fighting because they were in the Doobie Brothers, but then they would have like, you lost the, your flavor for the music and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then uh, one of them, one there was one episode where it was Warren G and Dr. Dre and like Warren G was, was trying to rap on something and Dr. Dre was like, no, 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 this isn't right. And they ran, they were on the beach and they ran into Michael McDonald and he like, the, they started, he started playing like, and then that's how that that song came that's up. how that came around and then um <laughs> and then later michael mcdonald runs into kenny loggins and kenny is like hey how's it going what, what you've been up to and and kenny is or no he says hey kenny what you've been up to and kenny's like hey i got a song on a soundtrack of a movie and it's like top gun like right danger right. zone and then kenny's like what you've been up to and he's like well my song got remixed into a rap song. <laughs> I I forgot where I forgot where I saw this shit, but Yacht Rock, if it's still on YouTube, it's it's God worth it. going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> to no surprise by looking at me, I fucking love Yacht Rock. <laughs> love. God damn it. I'm gonna have to put together a goddamn playlist. I know this. That that's what's just gonna have to happen. What we need to do, Brandon Chalmers. It's a Yacht Rock cover band. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Fuck yes! Holy shit! We, we need the, the the suits. Oh like. my god. <laughs> no, dude. You know what it is? It, it's khaki shorts, polos, and boat shoes. Boat That's shoes. what it is. It's boat shoes. That's the name of the band. It's boat shoes. Boat shoes. <laughs> like, that's... We play nothing but fucking Yacht Rock covers and we're just called Boat Shoes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Dude, you want to talk about getting booked? Holy shit. Like, (laughs) I feel bad subjecting you to the white dudes who still really enjoy that shit. Because a lot of them are going to be very confused by your existence. Hey, I don't give a shit. If they pay in, fuck it. I I imagine that like, (laughs) If we are ready to play a like, especially a Sunday brunch crowd. Oh, oh, Lord. oh. dude, there are oyster oh. houses in and around the Baltimore <laughs> area that will absolutely pay us tens of dollars to play without question. Oh, my God. Who can we who can we rope into this? <laughs> who can we rope into? This? Well, I guess this is the question is. Are we doing this as an acoustic set or are we trying to actually put a band together? Oh, we the the yacht rock sound requires requires Mm-mm. 
No, mm-hmm. you don't think it requires a no. Chicago is a prime example of if you actually hit it right, less is more. Mm. Mm. Man. Because realistically, Saturday in the Park is what? A, a drum set, a bass guitar, and a saxophone, which we could easily solve with a drum set, your bass, and a MIDI keyboard. <laughs> like, this is not a difficult thing for us to accomplish. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck, now I want to do this. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time, sir. Yo, like, I'm, I'm here for all of this. God, we get booked in so many horrible places. Oh, my God. Like I will take their money. I will take their money. Brandon I will Tom. gladly take their money. Take their money. F- Dude, an excuse <laughs> to have a suit jacket that I have to scrunch up the sleeves. Come on. Come on. We don't even have to know the words. No, it's all emotion. Yo, I know a sax player. <laughs> well, in fact, one of the one of the dads in the area sat in with another dad's band. Like as a as a pickup as a sax player, there are, mm, we could see. That's what I'm saying, right? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, Jamie, you can be the Michael McDonald to my Michael McDonald. Like we can both. <laughs> oh my God! If we had a bit in the middle where we did dueling Michael McDonalds. <laughs> <laughs> so i think we need to come up with a set list and see if we can actually learn the songs and then find people to play this <laughs> I I think it would be so stupid, but it would be so fun. <laughs> it would be so stupid, but it would be so much fun. Like like every, so everybody much has fun. a blues band, and that's probably the direction I would go without any direction. Like sure, I would, great. I would get a blues band. Everybody has a rock band. Every everybody right, it, does that. It, shit. Like, right, right, yeah. Classic rock covers are yeah. a fucking blast. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. It, like. But this is I, I get it. But this yacht rock. It. Yeah. Like yacht rock is a weird genre that is also non-offensive to pretty much anybody yeah. who's willing to just accept that white people are gonna white people. <laughs> like if you're good with that <laughs> in the most innocent way possible, <laughs> then like you're fine. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. We yeah, we need charts. <laughs> God damn it. We need a set list. Hang on. Hang on. Time out. I just got a text message from my wife who's upstairs who can hear me through the floor. She's like, were you humming in the arms of the angels as the Swedish chef? Because that's what it sounded like. Oh. oh my god. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, so many <laughs> yeah. fucking dinner parties. God damn it. Like, okay, one, by the way, no one causes more Sarah McLaughlin songs than Swedish Chef. And so him singing it feels like a firefighter that starts <laughs> his own fires. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> More uh, lost pets are thanks to the Swedish chef yeah. than any other Muppet alive. Brandon, next yeah. next summer we could be gigging. Uh, we we could we could actually be gigging, Jamie. <laughs> we could find place Jamie. <laughs> we might be able to book a fucking stupid place in Ocean City and actually get booked. <laughs> like could you imagine actually playing a set on the bay at one of these dumb fuck clubs in Ocean oh, City? I, I would take all of their fucking money. Like, just oh. absolutely amazing. Jesus Christ. Honestly, we you and I just book a weekend and we get one of those fucking um, boardwalk uh, peer permits. <laughs> and we just fucking throw out the guitar case and let people just toss dollars in. Fuck it. <laughs> Oh my God. Beach uh, crashing in behind us. Yeah. Ocean breeze right into the evening. Oh, you and I singing Michael McDonald. No words, <laughs> just emotions. I would love a keyboard player. I would love a keyboard player. <laughs> it's too bad I don't know how to play keys, but I would love a key, like a <laughs> keyboard player can like fill in the things that we're missing. Yeah. Uh, uh, or, or yeah, hmm. or substitute for one of us. Is, is sub- this is this, is this finally the excuse that one of us needs to go buy a keyboard? <laughs> I mean, do you want to learn how to play the key? Kind of. I mean, that was kind of the whole point of buying this fucking shit. Like, I I have the melodic subscription. Like, I'm yeah. I, I I have been casually learning it, and like, if this is just time for me to just double down <laughs> and just go get a proper fucking keyboard and just dig into it. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be very difficult for me to not learn Deep Purple's Child in Time because that's just how my brain works. <laughs> oh, but, oh my God. I I swear to God. This <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a terrible but amazing idea. Amazing. I, fuck terrible. This is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> it it wastes a bunch of money. It wastes a ton of time. It's yeah. ambitious as fuck. It'll yeah. probably go nowhere. Jamie, it's exactly what you and I need. Another <laughs> project. It's but, everything we need. But if if we if we cut a demo and we get booked, Brandon Chalmers. If we cut a demo and why are we cutting a demo? I don't know what. It what are we gonna book. record? Uh, it's a it's a yacht rock cover band right that's what i'm saying we don't need a demo jamie we need a wedding (laughs) we need a wedding wedding. yeah that this is a money-making venture and that's it like this is a passion project and a money-making you know what this could be jamie this could finally be the art fight replacement that actually makes money (laughs) because if we book brunches we book (laughs) if we book brunches weddings and brunch weddings, we could Breading. easily quadruple what Saf made last year. Easily. <laughs> easily. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. Right. Do we 
Do we know enough mag people? Do we keep in touch with mag people? I'm sure we could figure that out. Why do you ask? I feel like we need we need a a, a keyboard player and a bass player. You can do drums, or are you going to do keys? I don't know. I I don't know. Like this is the question of: Do we get Dom involved? Because we get Dom involved, then keys are more than covered. But yeah. we're really going to need to step our shit up. Also, we're going to have to talk him into it something fierce. <laughs> so, like, this is why I was wondering: Is this a is this an acoustic project to start with, where we start to have a little fun, just you and I? Yeah, and then. As we start to develop, more people come out of the fucking woodwork and we figure <laughs> out what we're doing. Because that feels like the smartest thing to me. Yeah. Is a like, because Sunday brunch with acoustic stuff and doing Yacht Rock totally makes sense. Oh, yeah. I, I, feel, like a, I feel like a keyboard player, a key, keys would be good. Keys would be very keys, good. Like you, I, you could do that like. Key, that, keys are an easy step sideways yeah. that I could easily see myself doing because I have not hard committed to drums. Like okay. drums were a fun thing that like I have not like case in point, I haven't went and bought a double pedal yet. Ah, that gives you, you know what I listened to. The fact yeah. that I haven't yeah, yeah, purchased yeah. a double pedal yet yeah. tells you my level of commitment to that. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun, but I can't reasonably justify doubling the cost of my kit other than like, It'd be fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to drop well over a grand on a fucking electronic drum kit. But like, like a, it's, a it's, MIDI, not a, it's not a smart idea. A MIDI, a MIDI sized, like fullish sized keyboard. That's like yeah. 50 bucks, 60 bucks, a hundred bucks. It's not that much. Cause I, I, I think it's going to be closer to like three to get something nice, but yeah. either way it's, it's as much as a nice acoustic. Yeah. And that's why I'm wondering like, is the step nice acoustic? We do like three or four gigs and I just take whatever the fuck I make from any of that and put it toward a keyboard. If it covers half of it, I throw a bunch of fucking money at it because fuck it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Like I got no problem spending money on a good time. Yeah. I spend money on way dumber shit all the fucking time. Oh my God. This. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is so good. <laughs> Why not? Like, let's, I, I'm going to start putting it like that's when I'm done here, I'm going to start putting together a yacht rock playlist. Okay. When the yacht rock playlist, what's your, what's your preferred uh, thing? Is it Spotify? I use Spotify. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll put it together on Spotify. Okay. And we will share this list and then maybe we come up with 15 songs. We, narrow them down to seven okay we learned three or four and see if this seems logical yeah <laughs> like just I, like we just broad and then narrow cast and then narrow cast and then narrow cast and then see whether or not it's some fun thing honestly it if all it ends up being is a stupid excuse to have some friends in the backyard and do a bunch of yacht rock tunes. I'm super here for that too. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I fucking live stream it. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. Why not? Uh, we could force Dan to, to fucking use his video. Yeah. <laughs> his gear. fucking fancy shit. His yeah. Fancy shit. For his fancy shit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm here for all this. Let's I, do this. Yeah. Fuck it. I want cast over let's get to work 
Kids, this has been the fucking new cast part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. Anyway, I'm going to go fucking jam some goddamn <laughs> Michael McDonald. I'll see you kids next week. <laughs> um, so, uh, besides Yacht Rock... <laughs> <laughs> the most anti-NOC fucking thing we could do. <laughs> we, we hit the Nerds of Color podcasting network and spent 20 minutes talking about Yacht Rock. Wait, oh my God. You know what put it over the top? If Keith plays an instrument of some kind, we, Fuck need, it. To, we need to get the boss in. Let's, let's, let's find it. Like... <laughs> Honestly, we could put him on slide whistle or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I think this needs to happen. We get honestly, we can play Steve Miller's The Joker and put him on slide whistle. Whoa, and, what? Right. <laughs> what? We just let him fucking just get it. He plays nothing <laughs> else. Saunters his way from the crowd up to the mic. Hits that fucking slide whistle twice. Perfectly. Just chef kiss. Perfect. Throws a peace sign, walks off into the fog. Oh, my God. Like, the band's not great, but that fucking slide whistle guy, that slide whistle guy was the (laughs) fucking beans. (laughs) Goodness. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I can't. I had a topic. You can't focus. I had a topic for today, but I don't want (laughs) to. I just want to do this. Well, okay. So. The the topic is basically your go-to recipe. So the, my go-to recipe. Yeah, because my feeling is um so over the panorama, somebody in my friend group was like, hey, let's make a recipe list. Something that's Ooh, your go-to. That good. And they sent it around and no one did it because no one does chain letters anymore. Right, right, right. right. But I feel like uh things a google been- drive would be like a, like a google like a google sheets sort of yeah, thing yeah 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 would be super good because in sheets it forces everyone to just put ingredients and, yeah. and instructions yeah yeah, yeah. nobody's putting fucking grandma's backstory yeah yeah um so i thought i never did it but i thought it would be fun to just share like what is your go-to maybe if you have two or three because i know i have i have two now Okay. I used to have one go-to, but I have two now. What what what's the first one? So the first one is spaghetti meatballs. Yes. The meatballs. And the second one is something I I recently picked up. It's chashu. So if you go to a ramen shop and you order um uh ramen with chashu, chashu is that thinly sliced pork belly that's Ooh. really nice and like melts in your mouth. I learned how to do that. I found a recipe on online on YouTube and it was like dead simple. And I was like, it can't be this easy. <laughs> it, it totally can't, is. It can't fucking be. It this absolutely thing. is. It, it is. Like sometimes right. the YouTube is the truth. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I was wondering if you had like a like a recipe that like you can do it in a drop of a hat. Like uh, you're going to somebody's house and you're like, we got nothing. Let's do this. Let's go to the I, store. I'm, Let's get this. I I'm moderately famous among my friend circles for my burgers. Ooh. Like I I I make a mean modified quick like after work pasta sauce that is heresy to anyone who is italian or actually appreciates hot sauce or not hot sauce um like Tomato pasta sauce, sauce. Yeah, yeah yeah right because like for the record real quick if you just want a quick and case in point we've done this with your meatballs oh yes 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 and it is fucking good and it's no business being that good all right, so 
big fuck like plastic jar of ragu original. Yeah. Right. And this is where I'm going to lose most Italians <laughs> and most respectable people. Most. I get uh, yeah, that. Yeah. But we're talking about like you got home. It's five o'clock. Dinner's at like six thirty. You need to make a good dinner. You got a couple of people coming over. It's also really good if you've got like five or six people coming over and you just need a big fucking meal. Right. Yeah. 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 So penne pasta, by the way, um, doesn't matter what brand. Always, you know, big pot of water, big fuck pot of water. Always salt your water every fucking time. I shouldn't mm. have to tell you this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. cook to taste. And make sure to remember that you pull your pasta slightly before it's done cooking because it's going to continue to cook as you pour, as you like, just remember this. It's much like a scrambled egg. It'll continue to cook after it's out of the pan. Don't fucking forget that shit. Don't burn your pasta. Now, take ragu, pour it in there. You want Fucking generic ass Italian seasoning. I know you're going to be like, Brandon, come on. I'm serious about this. Fucking store brand ass Italian seasoning mix. Now, the this is also going to be something that like you can get bougie about this if you want. But oh, yeah. I tend to use one large red onion dice finely. Right. You want it to cook down in the sauce. All right. Big fucking onion. Put it in a bowl. Set it off to the side. You can. Crush your own garlic if you'd like. It's not terribly hard. I highly suggest it. I think it tastes better. It's also a pain in the fucking ass to deal with. You want to use a jar of garlic, go hard on the jar of garlic. A quick way to peel your garlic, you get your garlic, you put it in a metal bowl, you get another metal bowl, you sandwich it between it, and you go, shake the fuck out of it, and it will absolutely get the job done. Like, it is not hard. Remember that when you crush garlic before you chop it, Use the broad side of your knife, pound your fist down. It'll perfectly spray it out. Then dice, 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 dice. Yeah, yeah. Scrape into a pile again, scrape into a pile again, scrape into a pile again. Four times minimum. You want to break that shit down. Um, I would also highly suggest wetting your knife before you do this. Ooh. Otherwise, the garlic sticks to your blade. Mm, mm. So before I do it, I tend to take hot water, like hot as my, my, uh, hot water heater will get hit the blade and kind of shake it off a little bit in the sink, then dice your garlic. It'll help it transfer into the bowl and everything else like that keeps from sticking to the blade quite so bad. I do it between every clove, like just scrape it clean off the side of the bowl and then continue on. You can add that same, you can add that garlic into the bowl with the onion, right? Nice. All right. Now your sauce pot doesn't matter what fucking pot you use. I prefer nonstick personally, but you want, uh, you can go olive oil. I tend to go butter. Um, you want probably two to three tablespoons of butter. Whole Pasta of butter. is not meant to be healthy. <laughs> Fuck off with anyone who thinks so. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Yeah. Medium heat. Let that shit kind of melt down a little bit. Then crank the heat up to medium high. Pour all of that onion and all of that garlic in. Then salt and pepper, Mm. hard salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. Make sure you agitate the fuck out of it. I want those onions to get translucent, if not slightly caramelized. You want to just get a little bit of color on them. That garlic is going to burn fast. So move that shit around. That's also why you got that much butter in there. Fucking churn that shit around. All right. I'd say two minutes, 
three minutes, maybe, depending on how how your your oven is. Then the jar sauce, shake the fuck out of it, pour all of that shit in. All right. Then I want you like you're the Exxon Valdez to fucking take that <laughs> Italian seasoning and pour it all over the top. I want a goddamn oil slick that covers the entire top. Right. <laughs> nice and even like cover the entire top of it. Right. Yeah. Again, salt, pepper. I would maybe sometimes halfway through hit it with a little bit of onion powder and garlic powder. But this is the time where you decide whether or not you like it spicy. I tend to do a bit of crushed red uh, pepper. Mm. I like my pasta, a little bit of spice. Now's the time to do it. It's going to infuse itself in the sauce. Less is more. You can always add more later when you go to serve for yourself. If you've got a spouse like mine who can't do the heat, Hold off on that shit. You can hit it later on. It'll be perfectly fine. If I'm doing it just for me, I fucking hit that shit up. Now, you want to churn that shit in. Get all the onions, all the garlic off the bottom of it. You want to churn that shit around, right? Then turn the heat down to low, put a lid on it, and leave it the fuck alone. (laughs) I'm deathly serious about this. Yeah. 25 minutes minimum do not fuck with that shit the idea is that jarred pasta sauce has far too much sugar in it yes yes the heat will start to cook that down now every 12 minutes ish you can take it off the heat so this way it doesn't splay everywhere because it's going to bubble like crazy Churn that shit off the bottom and rotate it around. What you want is that color to change. Uh, All right. uh, You want to cook it down. So this way that color change is going to go from a like real bright, right? Like like a lighter red to a much richer, deeper red. If it turns maroon, you burnt your sauce. (laughs) I'm sorry. There's nothing you can do other than add more sauce. Yep. Um, don't boy in the sauce. Cook that shit down. Now this is the time that you can add ground beef to it. You can make your meatballs. You can do uh, Italian sausage. I used to do all the time. You buy the Italian sausages and stuff like that from the store. I would boil them separately, then cut them up, then throw them inside the sauce and let all that shit infuse together and everything else like that. Super tasty too. Huh. But that sauce will keep for honestly two weeks minimum in the fridge. You can toss it over everything. Uh, I tend to get real fucking excited anytime I have leftover sauce and I order marinara sticks from the local place because their Mm. sauce is shit. My sauce is fucking great. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like it goes over fucking everything. Like you can make little bagel pizzas with it. You can make everything. The idea, right. And the idea is that when you refrigerate it, it is a sturdy sauce. So you can use it to spread over things or what have you. When you want to actually just kind of open up the flavor profile a little bit, make sure you just turn the heat up. It will splay itself out. But what you don't want is a runny sauce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So don't let that shit run. Right. Don't let that shit run. Whatever, whatever pasta you want. Super good. I've done it with chicken parms. I've done it with uh, sausages, what have you. So hundred percent. I know it is sacrilege. I know (laughs) Quite a few Italian friends that will absolutely <laughs> chastise me for it. You know, gravy is a Sunday thing. Is why I call it pasta sauce, not gravy. It has not <laughs> fucking earned that. I know it. <laughs> okay, 
What is yours before I get into my burgers? So this way I'm not fucking bogarting all the time. All right. So mine pairs excellently with the spaghetti sauce that you have just described. It is meatballs. I don't know what this recipe is. Um, I probably looked it up somewhere and I remember uh, certain parts of it. I was going to say, I, I have made this shit. multiple times and it has been absolutely raved upon. Yeah, it's, it's a very simple recipe. You take a pound of beef, a pound of pork, and a pound of lamb. Now, you can't always get these things. So sometimes you have to swap out that pound of lamb for another pound of beef or a pound of bison or a pound of wagyu beef or whatever. But the, the pork and the beef, I feel like, are, are essential. Those two. My, yeah, my, my suggestion to you from my personal experience is if you're going to swap one out, go heavier with the pork than you do the beef. You want a fattier meat to hold those meatballs together. Yeah. You go with a leaner. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever put bison meatballs are a bad idea. <laughs> it's, they're going to be leaner, tasty, yeah. but they're going to completely fall apart. Yeah. You're going to need a ton of binder on it. You're going to be throwing panko breadcrumbs and eggs and all sorts of shit in there. Yeah. You don't want to do all that shit unless you need to or it's intended when it is a requirement to hold yeah. it together. Yeah. That's where your problem is. Yeah. Remember, you're from Maryland. This is the crab cake rule. You put a ton of fucking filler in that thing. You're making a shit ass crab cake. Yep. You're better than that. Yep. Yep. Anyway, continue. Um, so three pounds of meat. Uh, fatty meat. Don't, yeah, don't, the, don't, don't get the lean beef. Get like the 80%. 80, 20. Yeah. Get the cheap shit. Yeah. 70, yeah, yeah. And 30, this is. The, the recipe is 100% scalable as far as the size of meat and what have yeah. you. Three so you pounds can, is a lot of meatballs. Yeah. But it but goes you, a lot faster than you'd think. You want to make a lot of meatballs because if you're doing this recipe, you're either planning for a long time because you're not going anywhere or you have a whole bunch of people coming over and you need yes. to feed their dumbasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only measurements I really do are the salt. So uh, a tablespoon, a teaspoon, a teaspoon per pound. So if you got three pounds, three tablespoons, teaspoons. That's it. It sounds like not a lot, but yeah, it's that's it. Okay, so th three teaspoons because the salt, the meatball, the meat, you salt the meat a little bit, and then the rest of the flavor comes from the the sauce. And yeah, the that sauce that makes sense because also that salt's gonna break down the fats and everything else like that, mm -hmm. so you don't want to overdo it. Yeah, so three teaspoons of salt, so a teaspoon per pound of meat. Okay. Um. Then you, you chuck in some eggs. I usually do two eggs. Sometimes I do three eggs, but it's yeah, it, two it or three it, eggs. I think that depends on the fattiness of the meat like we talked about. You're yeah. going to be able to figure it out as you're stirring shit around and what have you. Also, do you use a utensil or are you strictly mix with your hands? This is a, a killer fucking thing. I'll bring this up with my burgers later on too. Always mix with your hands. Always. Yep. Yep. Because you don't want it to be like too, too thin. Like you don't want a blender because it'll go. It's, it's not, it's not going to do the job. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to figure out the consistency properly. And if you're going to need an extra egg, you're going to need to know whether or not that shit is actually clumping together. The clumping yeah. is what's fucking important. Oh, yeah. Uh, a, a bunch of panko breadcrumbs. This is where I don't measure. I just take a bunch of breadcrumbs. And yeah. I, it, I coat the thing and I was like. It could use some more. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the same rule applies with my Italian seasoning for my sauce. Yeah. You want to put an oil slick on that. And then the idea is as you're mixing, you want to see even distribution all the way through everything. This is also why mixing with your hands is important. Yeah. Pressing, like kneading those breadcrumbs into the meat 
is you can't do it with really most utensils. Yeah. Um, then a dash of milk, which is not a helpful measurement at all, but the milk helps bind, combine with the... I, I'd argue it's about, depending on that thing, I'd argue it's about half a cup. Okay, that, that sounds right. I usually just go bloop. <laughs> yeah, but then you end up hitting it a second time usually, so it ends up being about half a cup. Get, use the fatty ass ass milk you can. Don't do the yeah. skim milk. Don't, yeah, whole, whole, whole milk. milk. Two, whole milk. 2% minimum suggested yeah. whole milk. Because that's going to get soaked up by the breadcrumbs. Yeah. So you're going to want that fat to dig in there. We, we are going for fat. This is not a healthy This is This is flavor, not health. Yeah. Flavor, not health. Um, I, time is the only other thing that I always put in. Time is the only other thing I put in. Sometimes I put in garlic. Sometimes I put in other seasonings. But yeah. season to taste. Like the, the base is the important part. The, the, the amount of meat. And the breadcrumbs and the eggs. And, and, the and the binders and everything else like that. Yeah. yeah. I tend, when I have made your recipe, I tend to do time. I have done fresh chopped rosemary, like mm. finely chopped yeah. it in there and yeah, mixed yeah, it in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I tend to do onion powder and garlic powder. That's good. Too. And with it, because it mixes really well with that. Um, fresh cracked black pepper is yep. always a go-to because yep. it's got a nice bite to it. Um, trying to think of what else I have done. I think I've also thrown a bit of cayenne in there when I've made a batch for myself. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. All the, just to spice it. This could also be a time where you use the same thing, the crushed red. Yeah. The problem with the crushed red is you're going to need to mix that in and you take the risk of getting a very spicy meatball, <laughs> meatball. Um, if you don't mix it properly. So yeah. just be mindful. I'd probably bring the spice in with the sauce. Yeah. Rather than the meatballs themselves. But yeah, meat meat to taste, whatever you like on your meats, put it in yeah. there. There's mushroom powder for that the extra umami mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then it's like one inch balls. This is where you have a choice. You can either do them in the oven, bake them in the oven, and then put them in the sauce, or you can put them in the sauce and have them cook in the sauce. It depends on like what texture. If you like a little crust on your meatball, do them in the oven. If you don't like a little crust on the meatball, do them in the sauce, set it, forget I- it, go like, I have game. also used a wok, heated olive oil up, and actually done them on the stovetop. Ooh. Because you get a nice crust on them. You yeah. like half cook them like you'd sear a steak and then yeah. throw them in the sauce throw them in for the sauce. another like hour or so and let the middles cook in. And it is fucking perfecto. Yeah. But they, they end up in the sauce. They always end up in the sauce. Always put them in the sauce. I, I have done it where they haven't ended up in the sauce. Because somebody's like, I'm not a big sauce person, what have like, you. And like, you. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is fine. Because <laughs> your meatballs stand on their own. Mm. I can attest to this. <laughs> so I, I have hosted, you know, like friends over and what have you. And I have made your meatballs along with my sauce. And I have made them separately. And they rave about the meatballs. Aw. <laughs> so can attest the meatballs stand on their own. Like yeah. this was the time that I used the fresh rosemary. I highly yeah. suggested it really just fucking brings out everything yeah. in them. Um, cardamom. That's the fucking thing that oh, I use nice. also. Yeah. 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 Cause especially if you get lamb, if you manage to find lamb to mix in there, the cardamom absolutely pops with the lamb. Oh, and, and lamb tastes so good in, in these. It oh just, my God. It's yes. just like it. Adds yeah. A lot it's, of- it's harder to get a hold of, but yeah, I the rosemary definitely works with the beef and especially the pork. 
If you end up doing a 50-50 mix of beef and pork, absolutely get one of those like little packs of fresh rosemary, strip them fucking leaves off and chop them bitches fine and use all of it. Every bit you possibly can just chop the ever loving fuck out of them. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's, that's the meatballs. Um, There's, you can tell like I cook, like I draw, I just make it up. Uh, No measurements. You just kind of, you see a thing and you fuck, fuck around and do it. Um, all right, so uh, those two go well together. Yes. Tell us about Burger Town. Burger Town is an absolutely simple thing. Okay, so a couple key things. Get the toppings you want. I am a simple man. I like simple things. That means that when I do a burger, if I am prepping and I am trying to impress, I will do bacon beforehand. Mm. Sometimes I will brush this bacon with maple syrup and do it in the oven. Yo. <laughs> yeah, like if you get um, wax paper, lay it out on two sheets, you can lay out like half a pound of bacon on those sheets, brush both sides um, with a little bit of, um, of maple syrup and then a little bit of black pepper on top. There's plenty of salt in the bacon. You'll be perfectly fine. Uh, you want to do 425 and just keep an eye on them, make sure they don't burn. Yeah, um, sounds amazing. <laughs> Then when you pull them out, I tend to do them at least in half. Like I'll pull them all out. I'll chop them all in half and then have them prepped for like a bacon station on the side. You can do this hours before. Welcome to bacon station. The, the cold bacon is going to be perfectly fine. That yeah. maple syrup is going to soak all the way in. Also, not fucking caraway syrup. This is not Mrs. Butterworth shit. You are a respectable adult. You buy real ass maple syrup. I'm not fucking around with that. <laughs> Otherwise, if you want to just do that, Use actual brown sugar. You can do that. Just grab a bunch of brown sugar and pat them down with it on both sides. Same thing. Black pepper on the top. It'll be great. Don't put that shit ass maple flavored fucking nut syrup on there. It's fine for pancakes and waffles because you don't notice. But when you are cooking, you are a person of respect. (laughs) Act like it. Person of respect. And like you care about these people, you were cooking for them. Yeah. Spend the extra $3. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So the burgers are pretty straightforward. Buns are super important. If I'm looking to impress along with the bacon, I will absolutely go to my grocery store bakery. I will get fresh baked buns. I will do that the morning of. Mm. Do not let them sit. They will get fucking grody. Otherwise, I am a strict potato roll man. Mm -hmm. They're fatty. They're tasty. They're always moist and delicious. And you can buy them days beforehand and they will absolutely keep. And they'll be super good every time you open them. They're so like fluffy. They're so fluffy and squishy and they're, they're the best all the time. Now, the downside with a potato roll is that they tend to be a bit smaller. You have to be mindful about the patty size that you make. All right. Now... When you are doing burgers, burgers are simple. One, much like the meatballs, buy fatty meat. If you want a burger that is healthier, skip the bun, buy the lean meat, and know that the thing is going to fall apart as you cook it. Pan fry those, make them thin. Eat multiple burgers. Know that you're going to treat them more like a Burger King where they're not going to be 
medium or medium rare or anything else like that. They're going to be cooked all the way through, but let the spices and everything else like that dictate what's going on and they will absolutely be delicious. All right. Trust in me. I understand this. I earned this gut for a fucking reason. (laughs) Now, if you want to make proper burgers where you can do them to temperature and taste based on your audience, this is also the secret is the way that I do this. You can burn these fuckers. If you've got someone like my dad who likes shit well done, it's still, I know, it still ends up being a juicy burger, Mm. even on the grill. Now, a couple things. Again, you want to get fatty meat, 80-20, like the cheap shit. Buy the cheap-ass Walmart, whatever brand. Do not get fancy with it. The fancier you get, the worse the burger is going to be. All right? Trust in me on this. Now, I tend to make two pounds minimum. That's going to make eight burgers. You hear me? Yeah. All right. Now, again, you can make them smaller if you need to. But I'm saying if you've got a pound of ground beef, quarter that shit off, and that's it. All right? Keep a simple 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 ratio all right you want quarter pound burgers they're big enough to soak everything up small enough that they're not going to absolutely overwhelm everyone like they're they're kind of that perfect mix and you're going to get a really nice hand feel when you go to make those patties all right Mm -hmm. they're going to sit perfectly in the palm of your hand with a little bit of spillover right you want it to be like a really perfect titty like just a handful and then some like, right, because you can you can have entirely too much titty and not know what to do with it. And you could be having a great time, <laughs> but you'd be like, I don't know what to do with this much titty. And like you could feel lost. It's it's easy to feel lost. <laughs> a handful is plenty. You can only manage what you can get in your hand. Do you hear me? <laughs> Life advice. Now, <laughs> when you go to make the burgers, right? You want a big fucking bowl. You're going to mix this shit proper. Same rule with your meatballs too. Get big bowls. If you're going to do this, you don't have big bowls. Go buy those cheap fucking um, sheet trays or whatever it is. The aluminum baking sheets. Yeah. You can yeah. get like a three pack of them. They're fucking great and they're cheap. Make sure you have plenty of real estate to mix your meat. All right. You try and do it in too tall of a bowl, too narrow of a bowl, what have you. You're not going to get even consistency. You're not going to mix your meat proper. Big fuck bowl. If your head is my size, three times the size of your head. I want a big bowl. <laughs> sort of thing that would absolutely not fit in your dishwasher. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. All right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you're going to take your meat. You're going to toss that in there real straightforward. I tend to, if I've got cold beef, I tend to quite literally... Fucking mash my palm into that thing and spread it out across the bowl, right? You want real estate. Real estate means that you can actually pour your ingredients all over everything. It's going to help with mixing and consistency. Now, my burgers are incredibly simple. You can doctor them up with other shit. I've done it. But what you really want is Worcestershire sauce and Montreal steak seasoning. Mmm. The proper McCormick stuff, the store brand steak seasoning, it's pretty okay, but they tend not to use the highest quality of shit. 
you care about your people once again buy the real shit yep. now for eight like for eight burgers you're going to use at least half of that container like a regular shaker container you're going to use at least half <laughs> for those again. fucking burgers all right again I know this is what I do right now. Once you got everything spread out, I want you to dash everything. I tend to take a cap off. I want to cover it. The idea is that when you get done, the burgers should actually, the ground beef should change from a red or a light pink or whatever the meat is to a slightly brown hue. I want that subby sauce to be mixed in with fucking everything. All right? <laughs> now, with the mozzarella steak season, again, even poor, the wider your real estate is, the easier it is for you to measure and go, yep, okay, now I'm getting a nice even spread across everything. Then start folding that shit in on itself. I want good mixes. Make sure to get your fingers in there. Dig that shit in. Need that stuff. You want to treat ground beef like you do a good dough. Mix that shit proper. Now, when it's all said and done and you're getting good consistency, and what I mean by good consistency is that you basically mix all that shit up and you mat it down and you got an even sheet across whatever your container is. It's just even across the top. If you plunge your fingers into one spot, two spots, three spots, you look in between the creases, everything looks relatively even. The color is relatively even. The spices are relatively even. You're going to see the spices in there. If everything looks good, you're ready. Measure, like, knead that shit back down flat. Go get a nice size knife and just start breaking it into even patties. Again, I want quarter pound burgers. You do your math. This is absolutely scalable. Okay. So break that shit down. Now you're going to make your patties. All right. Once your patties are made, you put them off to the side and you let them sit for a minimum of 10 minutes. Let that shit soak in. It ain't going anywhere. <laughs> they don't need to be cold when you fucking throw them on the grill. It doesn't help anything. Let them chill out. They're going to hold together. <clears throat> if you make your patties proper and you squish them together throw them into the palm of your hand and lightly cop and rotate. You're going to get a nice clean patty. If for some reason you like to make softballs, that's okay. Just remember, <laughs> get a proper spatula, whatever surface they go on initially mash. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pans, especially. I know a lot of people who don't feel comfortable making a burger patty start to fall around in the edges. Squish them in tighter and let the spatula do the work. You throw it down in the pan, immediately follow up. Bam. Huh. Rotate 90 degrees. Huh. And let that thing spread out and then fucking don't touch it. All right. Now we are talking in a pan. I cook over medium heat. Hmm. I will usually put just a little bit of oil in the bottom, just enough to coat the pan. If it's nonstick, like really nonstick, fuck it, let it ride. There's plenty of grease and fat and, and all sorts of shit on those burgers. They're not going to stick. Don't overcrowd any pan. Don't overcrowd any grill. Don't overdo it with the heat. If you've got a charcoal grill like I do, center those coals 
So this way you get a nice hot spot in the center and you want the burgers to go around the outside. Okay. Ooh. Full on M&M style low, around yeah. the outside, around the outside, around the outside. <laughs> like, cause I, I want your friends to start looking at the grill being like, guess who's back, back again. You're like, exactly. So <laughs> you didn't let, make enough. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the goal. When, yeah, when yeah. you get a lot of, when you get six friends over and you end up having people looking for more burgers, rad. Like I know I've done my job. Yep. You want to make sure you cook those things and don't fuck with them. Genuinely. I think you should flip a burger maybe three or four times tops. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't want to fuck with it. Let them cook. They're going to be okay. That first hit, mash them down, get them nice and even across the grill, or if they're already a good shape, let them sit on the outside. And what I mean by outside, right? You've got a grill on the outside here. You've got your hot coals in the center. I want somewhere in between there, right? When you flip those, you need to rotate them. So this way, the hot, the side that was facing the hot side is now to the outside. <laughs> you might need to rotate them as you do this. It's not terribly difficult. Just pay attention. You don't want one crunchy side and one real soft side. Yeah. <laughs> now, I would say three minutes aside for rare four minutes you know three and a half four minutes for medium rare i probably tend to do five i like mine more like a medium um you can obviously do this shorter and the idea is what you want to do is you want to take the burger you want to take your spatula and you want to press in the center all right when you press in the center that's how you know the sponginess how it retracts back do it when you, the first time you flip it over, press that center of that burger and get a barometer. Yep, squishes all the way down. Okay, cool. When you go to touch those two minutes later, that's going to push back on you a little bit. When you do it a minute later, it's going to push back even harder. Remember how you like the meat consistency when you eat. Do it accordingly. Trust your gut. They're going to cook after they're done. Okay? Cook them completely up. I tend to also cheese them at the end. If you do that, I would highly suggest two slices of cheese minimum or a mound of shredded cheese. Always cover your burgers when you cheese them. The steam will immediately melt the cheese. They'll end up perfect every fucking time. Do not forget that shit. Nobody <laughs> likes cold ass cheese slices on top of a burger. It's not okay. Now, you pull those off and I want you to put them on a plate and no one gets to touch them for five minutes. You want much like a good steak for all those juices to fucking soak back into the meat. Okay? You're in control. You're on the grill. Pull them things off. Put them on a fucking serving tray. Clean the cheese off your grill. Clean the cheese out of your pan. Start calling everybody in. Have them start grabbing drinks and plates and everything else like that. Don't let them touch a burger. <laughs> Don't fucking let them touch a burger. Once you get that five minute timer turned off, then people can start touching burgers. Do not let anyone in the first, I'd argue, eight minutes cut one of those things in half. It's going to be a dry as a hockey puck. Yeah. If you let them do that shit, yeah, treat it like a steak. Simmer. Treat it like a steak. Right. 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 In theory, every time I've done it, 
when I cook burgers for people, I'll pull them off. I'll let them sit a few minutes. I'll clean the grill off, whatever it is. I'll bring them inside. I'll tell everybody, all right, soup's on. Let's go do the thing. And by the time everyone gets settled, gets in, gets drinks, get buns, get chips, figure out what they want. They put the burger on the thing and they get settled in. By the time they sit down, it's been eight or 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And even if they cut it in half, I get a lot of praise. The Worcestershire sauce is what, is the fucking secret. <laughs> they keep those things fucking moist no matter how well done you do them. Yeah. Because that salt, like the sauce and the salt that's inside of it soaks into the meat and it is a total game changer. It is not healthy. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. It is not healthy. <laughs> We're not, yeah, but I mean like these are, right. these are like comfort food. Right. These are like, comfort foods. Yeah. But like if you want a good, oh, also I would, I would also highly suggest the recipe. Use my burger recipe, like my ground beef recipe, and then look up your comic with the Blazing Sword Burger because oh. <laughs> the rest of that is mwah, chef kiss good. <laughs> Sriracha mayo, yeah. 10 times out of 10. Sriracha mayo so Always good. a win. <laughs> always a win. I remember that. That was fun. <laughs> Genuinely, you know what? I got to fucking get a copy of that. I think I want to have that comic printed up and hang in my kitchen. <laughs> I think I, I wonder. You have the original still? I, I did sell a couple. I wonder if anybody bought that. I'll have to go look through my files at some point. I would be super curious about that because yeah. either I want the file so this way I can have it printed so that I can hang it in my kitchen. Yeah. Or I want to buy the original and be fancy about it and be yeah. like, nobody gets this ship of meat. It's fucking <laughs> It's fucking mine. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should look for it. Yeah, fuck. Yes, yes. <laughs> After we book our first wedding, I'll get that. After we, right, yeah. <laughs> Burgers and Yacht Rock, baby. Did you have a second one? I do. Okay. Uh, this is a new one. It's pretty simple. It's chashu. It's pork belly. It's that thinly sliced pork belly that's in the ramen. Okay. It is fucking deadly simple. So you go get your pork belly. They sell it in the store. They sell it in strips. Um, if you can get the full thing, then you can do the fancy thing where you roll it up and then do the, the, the spiral slices. Mm-hmm. You can sort of do it with the strips. It's a little bit more difficult. and You might slice your, your nail off. That definitely didn't happen to me. Oh, no. Um, but <laughs> so you get your pork belly from wherever. Cup of water, half cup soy sauce, quarter cup mirin. Mirin is sweet rice wine that okay. is mostly used for cooking. If you drink it, it's too, it's too much. It's like gotcha. super sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so cup of water, half cup soy, soy sauce, quarter cup mirin. Mix that in a pot. Put your pork belly in there. Simmer it on one side for a half hour. Simmer it on the other side for a half hour. Take it out. Let it dry. Okay. This is key because you're going to let it dry. So we're talking about letting this thing sit like a half half hour. hour. Yeah. Like a half hour. Let it dry. Meanwhile, oven 420. Take your dried ass pork, put your dry ass pork in the oven for 10 minutes ish or until it gets to the nice dark brown color. Okay. So we're, are are we, are we caramelizing the outside at this point? We're caramelizing the outside because, okay. So what, when you simmer it, a lot of the, the fat stuff kind of melts off 
but it also melts into it. So it starts flavoring things and it starts picking up the, the, the mix from the, the mirin and the soy sauce and the water. Now question, why not actually sear it like on a stovetop versus the oven? Is it just easy use? Oven, because the oven will cook all of it evenly. Okay. Um, and you'll brown it on all sides evenly. Okay, as opposed to the potential of like burning one side or something like that or what yeah. have you, or just overdoing it. Yeah, you won't get okay. that evenness. And because it's been it's because it's been simmering, it's floppy. So if you <laughs> you're gonna flip it and it'll flip all over the place. So yeah, I got you. I got the, you guys. The oven is the better way to do it. Take right it out. Do you, do you turn it like halfway through anything else, or just fuck you, it? Only, only when you're simmering it. But in the okay. oven, you just let it go because gotcha. you have a wire rack. You put it on. You you let the okay wire rack. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, pull it out of the oven. Let it sit. Try to resist eating it all in one bite because it's going <laughs> to smell fucking amazing. Maybe you yeah. can slice off a little piece of it and and take it. Uh, let it cool down. Put it in the fridge. Save it for a later day or later in that day when it comes out. Slice it thin as possible if you can, and then put it in your ramen and let the heat of the sauce or and let the heat of the soup heat it up because it'll just heat it up to the, to the right eating temperature. Right, 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 right. Okay. Instead of dead killing it again. So like if you heat it up back up in a fryer or in the microwave, you kill it. Right. It'll end up getting super dry and everything else like that. If you heat it up in the soup, it's going to equally match the temperature. It's going to bring the burny factor of the soup down a little bit, which is always nice. Yeah. And everything is going to create this really delicious, fatty, like buttery, salty kind of goodness mixed in with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, got me. You can use that with your 99 cent cup of ramen that you get down the street. And yes. that's what we did because it's a little bit cheap and dirty. Yeah. But it's fancy. <laughs> now this, this tracks. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, if you want to kick up your, your shitty college ramen game, this is the way to do it. If you want to make fancy ramen and you go to the grocery store that has the, the fresh ramen noodles that are frozen or like from the store, you could do that too. You don't need to. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> think you need to because I would argue that if you wanted to do an even cheaper version of doctoring up your ramen, what you want to do, and this might sound a little sacrilege, the first part won't be, do your ramen up proper. Um, I tend to not throw the uh, seasoning packet in with the broth in the pot. I tend to throw it in with the noodles and then add broth to height and proper taste. Yeah. Um, Two eggs sunny side up. Yes, the eggs. You can do that. Yep. Two sunny side up eggs. Now, here's my secret. Everything seasoning. <laughs> the poppy seeds and the garlic and everything else like that tossed directly over the yeah. top of the eggs. Once you break those yolks open and all that seasoning starts to soak in there and it becomes almost like a carbonara sort of thing. This is why I tend to go a little lighter with my broth too. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. the egg yolk soaks in with the noodles and everything. You end up getting this like thick ass ramen like mound something you can fucking climb to the top of right yeah something you like you gotta fucking dig some goddamn chopsticks into that thing and fucking pull it out fuck chopsticks use tongs tongs are good forks are good like yeah use your hands emotions whatever it is yeah but like yeah you want something you can fucking dig it i want something hearty right (laughs) 
sort of thing you get done and you're like you know what a crusty bread would be nice yeah yeah um also alternative to that by the way i have also done the um the beef ramen mixed with the caramelized onions to create a yeah yeah to create a bit of a like french onion soup kind of thing yeah um you want to use a whole white onion simple caramelizing once it gets caramelized and everything then do your traditional ramen recipe, add the water into it, cook the noodles up, what have you. And then what I would do, I would do the onions in one pot, the ramen and everything like that in the second pot, transfer all the noodles over into the onions and then pour the broth. So this way it doesn't become overwhelming or anything else like that. Mm -hmm. Churn and burn, just fucking mix that shit around. And then the hardest part is going to be pouring that stuff into a bowl and letting it sit but also letting the cheese melt after you let it sit. Yes. Man, we should have recorded those before dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, those are four easy-ass recipes you can use. It's comfort food. It'll make you feel something. (laughs) It'll make you feel good, too, because you'll you'll be eating good food. It's good for what ails you. It's it is good hearty food that you're going to enjoy. We don't make everyday meals, kids. I know this. <laughs> yeah. You know this. Yeah. Right. They're good I, in the summertime. They're good I, in the winter. Yeah. Time. I, I good all year. Right, right now. Now to give kids uh, uh, like perspective, I did tacos, but instead of having taco shells with tortillas, we did bib lettuce with them. <laughs> I can behave when I want to. Why the fuck do I want to? <laughs> Make good food. Enjoy that shit. Yeah. God damn it. All right, Brandon. Um, before people start booking us, where right. can people find you? On the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. Now, when we say Hard Knock Media, we need <laughs> NOCs and nerds, nerds of color, color. Because I will not disappoint the fucking boss. God <laughs> damn it. Woo! You can find me on Instagram at least for a while at that guy Chalmers. Jamie Naguchi, where can they find you? I have a new single out. You can look up Sushi Boat Time. Fucking Sushi Boat Time! (laughs) Fucking my wife. She was so mad at me. I walked upstairs. What was it, yesterday or something like that? I walked to the room. She's like, what time is it? And I was like, it's Sushi Boat Time. She's like, god damn it! Uh, it's a goddamn jam sir i love it thank you uh you can find sushi boat time wherever music is sold that's Um, fucking 100 true uh they they have this thing on spotify where like you can add a like animation to it so i did an animation of the uh, the single cover where it just zooms in and the sushi looks like it's coming at you nice um, but yeah, uh, uh, Jamie Noguchi on Instagram, Angry Zen Master on Twitter, and wherever finer podcasts are sold and music and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll see you at a brunch near you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. 25 or 6 to 4. That's when we'll be there. At a Saturday in the park. We won't play China Groove because it's <laughs> not okay. Not fucking okay. Maybe the rest of the Doobie Brothers catalog is pretty okay. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. All right.